everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Today's episode, children, why do I always sound like Mr. Rogers? Today's episode, kids. Is that what or you like mean? Sesame Street or something. Mm. When I say that, I don't know why. I you don't like always that. sound like that. Today, I can see it, but okay. it's not It's not constant. Okay, thank you. I'll say uh, that. Tonight's, uh, today's, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. This is, evening's episode. Is, this evening's offering. Yeah, it's a nice amuse-bouche <laughs> paired with a olive tapenade. Oh, that was good. That was good. And a robust Chianti. Yes. Okay. I, I think we just paired uh, just a spread <laughs> on nothing. Yeah, no toasted baguette. It's yeah, just going to be like on your a, palm. With, with an alcoholic beverage. Right. So you lick your palm. Yeah. And then down it. It's like a yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. But it's a <laughs> disgusting shot. Yeah. Actually sounds kind of tasty. So <laughs> you can buy olive tapenade at the grocery store. You sure can. And I'm pretty sure you can order it. What and do you mean order it? I mean, there's a lot of like those little gourmet markets carry olive oh, tapenade. I meant like Ralph's. No, but I mean, those are the kind of places that we need to be ordering things like olive tapenade from because they need to stay in business. So I'll that's go get a, a deli, Sammy. You know, that's where you need to go. Tapenade. There's that one Italian deli, that Pinocchio's deli in um, Burbank. Order it from yeah. there. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, so this episode is called Before the Storm. It aired last night because they were in repeats because of Corona, which people are still feisty about on Twitter. Okay. You guys got to calm down. Okay. Um, well, how do they think it's going to happen? How do they think it... Well, one, la- one person was like, oh, is this still a repeat? Are you guys ever going to have new episodes? Or is this because of the coronavirus? <laughs> like, so you get it, but you're still angry. So and I'm- Dateline is so nice when they respond. They're like... They are. You know, courts aren't having trials and people are not supposed to go places so that... We're people, so it's applicable to us as well. I don't think they say it in that tone, but they might. They might. I, I think they do. I think it's Suzanne Nall, who we love, and she totally does that. Did I say Suzanne Nall? It's Susan Nall. Why did I say Suzanne? You were thinking of Suzanne Sugarbaker. Yeah, probably, because there was one like this in this episode. Oh, yeah, there was. Okay, I'm excited. This episode originally aired July 15th, 2019. I think that's what's aggravating people also is they're airing pretty recent repeats. Uh, And I think that because they still remember kind of who did it, they want older repeats. Why are they doing that, though? Well, I believe it has to do with why there's so many episodes from the old NBC news site that we still can't get because those old episodes are just not available for rerun. Is it also more like they're owned by a different production company? Like, did they switch? You know how that sometimes happens where somebody will buy out. Maybe the distribution rights Correct. go somewhere else. I'm not sure. Okay. Mm, but I see people's point, but I also won't take any guff. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever used that phrase. It sounds good. It sounded good coming out of your mouth. So put that in your little booklet. That's a good one. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. And this was season 27, episode 46, hosted by Dennis is Enough. Dennis is like uh, an ad man from the 50s in this episode. A little He's bit. Like, or he wants to be in a, gum, a gumshoe detective novel. He's doing what he wants in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's very doesn't go with the Texas thing, but I still enjoyed it. Why didn't we cover this episode when it came out? Um, I don't know. It aired during the summer. Maybe we were taking a break. Is there also um, 
a chance. I don't remember, think we took breaks ever, but I thought this was the gathering storm, but that's totally uh, different. That was a mink. No. Um, and that was the bu- buck naked and the exhibitionists. Oh boy. So this episode is about a killer storm mm-hmm. and a killer on the loose. Oh boy. Nice work. Lester. So uh, Crystal McDowell was missing. Her family got together that night to watch a boxing match. And I totally was like, "Uh uh-huh. When she said it was Meriwether and someone else that I didn't write down. Oh, I forgot. Um, But yeah, I I recognize both the names. So I think it was a big one. But I think they're all big ones. Yeah, maybe. All the pay-per-view boxing matches are like a big deal, right? To some people, yeah. Yeah. Just not me. So would you go to a party, though, if it was like somebody was getting it on pay-per-view? Because the boxing match depends what apps is sometimes have. like five seconds. Oh, they'll have good apps at a boxing party. I was going to say you go for the food alone. Yeah, because I would be that annoying girl who's like huddled in the kitchen by the table chatting with all the girls and not caring. I'm being very stereotypical. Yeah, you like are. Me what's, at what's most Super Bowl parties. But yeah, I think there's a lot of people that do that, though. And I think I think boxing might be. Oh, I'm not going to say that. I don't want to get notes. I think boxing is more exciting than football. Oh. There's more action. There's more And you're blood. like, sometimes, yeah. But sometimes it's one punch and done. Like, boom. Yeah. I hit you. You hit the floor. Good night. That's <laughs> it. And then it's just all apps. After that, it's just the eating party. Well, that I'll go to. Worth so, it. So um, the family got together for this boxing party, and they realized that no one had heard from Crystal all day. Crystal was blessed with a trifecta of looks, smarts, and charm. What a nice thing for anybody to say about anybody. Boy, isn't it? Yeah. She was divorced from her husband in the past, like, six months. Had two kids. But here's the rub. And this isn't the second time we've seen this recently on Dateline. They were divorced, but they were still living in the same house together. If that's not a recipe for a Dateline. Yeah. That I don't is know a- what it is. That you're just waiting for the dateline. Yeah, that's not. And I good. don't mean like Tim and what's her name on Ninety Day Fiance Pillow Talk because they're like self quarantining together. Him and his best friend, that girl. Yeah, but they get along really well. Okay, and they're not. And they have a child together. I don't think she has a boyfriend. To be honest, she does. She says she does. They're a good team. I learned he's not with Jennifer. Anyways, we can't be talking about that. He's not with Jennifer anymore. For one, good. Friend. Whatever, who... Because he needs to be with Avery. Yeah, you're right. You've done that matchmaking. It's good. Mm-hmm. If you could get hired as a TLC, you could pair them from different shows. That's a job. I would like to do it together, though. Can we do it together? Because I think that you'd be good at it, too. We'd have a big board with red string. Yes, we would. Pink string. Pairing people from different shows. That'd be so All the good. different reality shows combined. Like, we could get Christine out of that marriage on Sister Wives because she deserves better. Pair her with somebody. Is Christine the brunette? No, that's Robin. Christine is the blonde, really curly hair? Uh, she's the funny one. Yeah, she's okay. the fun yep. one. Yes, I, there's one I really like. That must be her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, back to the story. So they're living together totally because she's remodeling her new place and it's not mm-hmm. ready yet. Mm-hmm. That's what rentals are for. You don't want to live with this. Okay. I think it's really expensive. But what's strange is that she works in real estate. So I would kind of figure out a way. She also wants to be near her children. But I would probably try to figure a way to live in a vacant house that I was selling, to be honest. I was surprised at that. There must be more to that story. 
Yeah, I guarantee you there's more to that story than we're hearing. Yeah, there has to be because it doesn't sound like a good relationship because she was dating other people. Right. But still living with the ex. And it was the mar- the divorce was her idea. Like she's the one who wanted the divorce. Mm-hmm. So Dennis says she gave him his walking papers. Yeah, I know. I knew you'd love that. <laughs> Slay me. So she's been missing for 24 hours. Her ex says she's probably out with her new guy. She would stay over at, you know, her new guy's house. Um, there's a, the first cop goes to talk to the ex-husband. Kind of has Bart Simpson hair. Why does he have an earpiece then? Well, he was talking to Dennis. Yeah. He, he's on duty, maybe. Or he's trying to catch the scores of the that latest clear, boxing match. The clear curly thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's not pulled out and like lying on his shoulder. It's in his ear. And you see it the entire time because they have him at an angle because for some reason in this interview, they're like around a table, which is well, bizarre. It's like he's Dennis interviews like 18 different lawmen in this episode. He does. And sometimes they're around a table and so it's like a game of guess who. They all have various degrees of mustaches and cowboy hats. So it's how big is the cowboy hat? Both. Ten gallon hat, seven gallon hat, five gallon hat. And then this There's cop, also a, an angle of the brims that I'll be getting to later. There is. There's some strange uh-huh. shape. Like There's a, a lot of um, the flying nun, Sally Field, shaped ones yeah. where I felt like he was just going to take off. Yeah, I know and, the one you, you speak of. But back to the cop with the earpiece, because they're sitting around that table, he's at an angle. Mm-hmm. But the angle that he's facing is so you can see more of the ear. Hmm. So instead of facing the opposite one, so it's showing the ear with no earpiece, it's showing the one with earpiece. Does that make sense? It does. I just, why? Why? you Take it out, man. What? He's on duty. No, he's not. He might just have to run because there's a case. That can't be right. At any second. Just have it on your shoulder. Okay, I'll let it go. But I... I mean, honestly speaking, this cop does not really need to be there because he gives one soundbite and then he's done. So maybe they just pulled him in. He's walking by. He is on duty. They literally pull him in to, to the, the room, conference room, to the conference room, there you go. have him give a two second soundbite about the, how the ex-husband didn't seem right. He didn't seem emotionally. He seemed off. And then he's gone. That's exactly what happened. Cody, come in yeah, here. Cody. Hey, it's Cody. Cody. Yeah, Step on totally in, code. son. Step in here for a yeah. second. Yeah. Oh, That's... we're in Texas, by the way. Do we say that? Yeah. Also, his name is Cody Hams. Oh, is it really Cody? It's Cody Hams, which is... I thought you were just making that up, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's a Cody. Corey Haim. I was just sort of laughed. No, it's I was not. Like, oh, <laughs> Cody Ham. H-A-M? H-A-M-M-E-S. Oh, that seems different. Than Corey Haim? I mean, the initials are the same. You flip like two letters. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, sorry, I haven't thought about Corey Haim in so long. It just threw oh. me. Um, <laughs> took me to a dark place. In my, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. Um, Not Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Corey <laughs> Feldman takes me to an even darker place that I really prefer not to discuss. So, oh, oh. Uh, we have a history. No, I'm just that, it sounded what if like I that. had, I had like, a, like a deep, dark story that I've never told. And it was about Corey Feldman? Yeah. I kind of wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be that surprised. I'd be like, <laughs> what's the, yeah, it seems right. Okay, anyways, press on. So, so we meet um, this one detective in the cowboy hat who's looking at the husband. We meet the smart and sassy DA lady who Whoop. is like a designing woman. Her name is Cheryl Leak. 
Cheryl Leak. Leak. She says she thinks it's a pissed off ex-husband. Oh, sure does. Uh, and they think that there's something wrong with the ex-husband, Steve, because he's wearing a ring still, even though they were divorced six months ago. I don't know if that's weird or not. I guess that's weird if she's already dating other people. Hmm. I'm sorry. And so the, all these detectives are getting involved. Why is the prosecutor talking about this when at this point she's been missing for how long? Two days. So why does the prosecutor even know about She's it? She's very involved. There's maybe not a lot of crime here. Where are we? Bay Town. Bay Town, which I will get to. Actually, we're going to learn a lot about Bay Town. Come along with me, Katie, because Dennis is going to take us for a little geography lesson. Okay. What would you? Oh, uh, social science. What would you call it? Well, if you had to do a report on a certain town, what class would you do that in? Hmm. Yeah, it could be social studies. Okay. Okay. Okay, so they think it could be the boyfriend or the ex-husband. They're not sure. They're both being too cooperative, and it's suspicious. And neither of them reported her missing, but I don't think that's that suspicious because I think they both each thought that she was with the other one. I think you're correct. um, But now here's where we learn about Baytown. Baytown is a notch in Texas's Bayou Belt. It's a land of pump jacks, and refineries the size of cities. Fortunes mm. ebb and flow with the price of crude. Oh. Not crude oil, oil mind you. Oh. Crude. Just crude. Okay. He short shortens it. And in August 2017, the price per barrel was on the rise. Now, at this point, you're thinking, Dennis, why are you telling me all this? Yeah. We don't know. Gonna press on. Okay. Ba- there, bank- let's just keep going. Banks were lending. Houses were being flipped. Dennis, why are you telling us this? Maybe we need to know that because she's in real estate that her business is booming. Wrong. But you. Okay. But great guess. Thanks. Luxury items like diamonds were in demand. Dennis. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Why are you telling us this? Nope. This is stuff you would do in a two-hour episode. He's doing great. Not in a one-hour episode. You lay off him. Keep going, Dennis. I'm still listening. I'm with you. What else? Baytown's oldest and biggest jewelry store, Robson's. Here we go. Okay. We see a commercial for this jewelry store with a guy named Paul. Yeah. Now, Paul, in the commercials, says, Hi, I'm Paul from Robson's Jewelers. And he's holding up a jewel with the tweezers, mm-hmm. holding it up to the light like we have literally interrupted him mid-examination of a diamond. And he's saying, hi, I'm Paul. It's okay. called stage business. And he and is, his actual business. Yeah, is his actual. He manages this store mm-hmm. and he's the new boyfriend Got it. that she went on a date with the night before. That's why we started with oil 10 minutes ago. Correct. Was to come to Paul. Yeah. The ex-boyfriend. Okay. I'm with you, Dennis. Okay, good. So um, we meet the sheriff who uh, is wearing a huge cowboy hat. This was the ultra fancy one. This was more of the straight. And then it shoot instead of being straight in the middle and then kind of slightly curving up. No, it's a... It it's a almost a right angle, a sharp up. It's like totally flat in the middle, and then it it's like a it's like a thirty a thirty degree angle. Yeah, up. it's like not a forty five degree angle. It's like yeah. that. 
Yeah, it's right there. But it is, it's a sharp brim like you could get a paper cut on it. Yeah. It's not and then a it's drill. Like, yeah. it's like, pow, it's like the um, doors on a DeLorean are the sides of this thing that it's about to- I have never seen that kind of hat before. So our Texas people probably are going to let us know what style of hat that is. Because I don't- What's a Stetson? Yeah, Stetson is a brand. So they all they could have that kind and the slope the slopes. I yeah, I'm sure they make several different models. Flying nun. They might call it the sheriff. Maybe the and law, then I was the like, in, or the enforcer. It did seem like the more important lawmen had that kind of hat in this episode, and the normal detective level people had the sloping ones. So what I'm more wondering is, is this a style choice or is this something Mm -hmm. you get a progressively different hat the higher you go into law enforcement, which is why Deputy Cody Mm -hmm. comes in with his earpiece. He's not high enough to wear the hat yet. He's not- Get the hat yet. He's not high enough up on the ladder. So he's going to wear his earpiece. So he's at least got something. Yeah, no, you have to have something on your head area. Right. And then you upgrade to double headphones, and then you get maybe a, a beret, baseball cap. No, I don't think so. I think... Magician's top hat. That, that's ridiculous. No, I think you get, like, I think you just get a cowboy hat when you get to, like, you know, the one level. Level five. You pick it, and then... But before that, there's nothing. So he's keeping that earpiece. You need 200 gold stars. Right. And then. And 500 of those mushrooms. I think you. Right. Ding, ding, ding. I think then you, you, can. you also have to be a certain age. I think you have to be above mm, 50. That makes sense, too. So Cody's going to have to wait. OK, so the boyfriend was the last one to see her um, the night before. They had gone to a nice dinner and she had gone home with him. She's seen on surveillance footage at the boyfriend's house leaving the next morning, carrying her heels. It seemed like a little bit of a walk of shame to me, but they make it sound like she's just going to work. Uh, I don't wear heels often, but when I do, that sounds like that. <laughs> like, but when I do, I don't wear them driving. Oh. I'll take them. I, I'll put them in a bag and I'll carry them with me and wear slippers. That's and valid. then I'll put them on before I go somewhere. Okay. So... He is a person of interest, but yeah. his status is soon upgraded because he does something. This is, I think, the first time I've ever heard of anyone doing this on Dateline. This is shady. It's mm-hmm. just weird. So there's all this footage of Crystal leaving his house. Also, the footage is inside his house as well in like every room of his house, which Dateline does not make sound like it's weird. It's super weird. I thought that they were in a hotel because first of all, the house is like really nice. Nice. Well, he Um, is a manager of Robson's. Does he not own it? You sure it's not his store? I thought they said he owned it. No, he's just manager. Oh, the store has been around for 50 years. Why does he need that much surveillance then? Yeah, I thought it was his family's store. I was way off. His last name's not Robeson. I wrote down Bob Robeson. Bob Robson. It's- because I thought that was funny. Yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> I just changed Rob it. Bob Robson? I thought Bob Robson was funny. Bob Robson. <laughs> Bob Robson. Had a good ring to it. Um, but Bob slash Paul doesn't need that kind of surveillance that is 
at his house. No, it's not like he has... Is he taking the jewels home? That was my next question. So now, well, I thought he owned the store. And so maybe he did have a lot of things at his house that he was like examining at night. Who knows? But now that I know he's the manager. I mean, he's the manager, but he's a big enough manager that he's featured in the commercials. Well, that's probably because he's photogenic. Yeah. And maybe Bob doesn't speak so good. I mean, maybe, Bob has maybe I'm wrong. They said manager, thing. but maybe maybe I'm wrong. But I thought he would owned it. But even if he doesn't own it, but he's the face of it. Do you think it's like that um, that Dateline where they were robbing the bank owners, like the guys who bank managers, because the, they would go to the bank manager's house because the bank manager can get into the vaults and stuff. Was this on a Dateline or did I make this up? Nope. Um, it was on Dateline. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. It was a heist. Yeah. So like because they're the face of it, kind of. Mm. Do you think that's possible? It seems paranoid. I'm gonna go. They watch the commercial and they're like, "That guy that's polishing that diamond. I'm gonna go to his house because he probably has at least five diamonds at his house." If he thinks that that's possible, that's excessive. That's a little a little too paranoid for me. Because the cameras are one is facing the kitchen. First of all, they're Unless everywhere. You, uh, why do you have someone facing the kitchen? Like you need to watch yourself cooking eggs. Then the other one is inside the living room facing the TV. That makes no sense. And then the next one is in the another living room facing the backyard, but not looking outside into the backyard. It's facing the backyard doors. So it's literally facing a lazy boy and a bunch of doors where the shutters are all closed. All you can see is like shutters closed and a lazy boy. I'm not sure. I mean, so I guess you could see if someone was walking in through the backyard doors. But the yeah, no. So that's why that one, the kitchen one's confusing. And the one so facing the TV. Is there a safe behind the refrigerator or something? Is there something in the kitchen that he needs eyes on? Oh, maybe. I just have questions for Paul. I do too. But Dateline doesn't make it seem like that's weird at all. They no. make it the weirder part to Dateline and to us as well is that instead of giving this footage to the police to say, yeah. here's when my girlfriend was last seen, she's caught on camera leaving my house, he gives the footage to the news, to NBC, mm. to Dateline, to all the local news affiliates, without ever telling the police who are looking that he has this footage. Wouldn't you tell the police first before? What? Wouldn't you call them when you went through the footage and saw her on there? Why would you is, give it to the... Is he trying to show off his his house? Oh. I don't know why he's doing it, period. I would not want anyone to see the inside of my house because it's weird that someone who's paranoid enough to have cameras all throughout his right. house would then be like, this is what the layout of my house is. Right. And here's the front yard when she's leaving. You can see the front of the house. I don't get yeah. it. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. But it it's seems very, like a weird move. Like It's very weird. Ben Affleck might do in Gone Girls. It's a misstep. Yes. By someone who's a suspect. Yeah. So he, they think, so the sheriff thinks he's super suspicious, but the DA lady for sure thinks that it's the ex-husband. She thinks the ex-husband is the one who has a motive. She says, well, uh, Crystal spends the night with the new boyfriend and then comes home to her ex-husband and he's supposed to be okay with that. Yeah. So she, she speaks she, the truth. She gets heated. Yeah. I like her. So mm -hmm. she's entertaining. I could watch her on several more Datelines. So she could have her own show on ID. She is basically Nancy Grace, and she gets more progressively Nancy Grace-ish as the episode progresses. So I do think she could have her own show, 100%.
Um, But then Dennis says, but didn't I say that Crystal's life is complicated? And I was like, I think you might have, Dennis. I forgot, but I'm going to say yes, you did, because you're asking us. Did he? We don't know. All right. We don't know. So the DA tells us that Crystal was named after... Holy Moses. Crystal meth. I said, what? I said, oh, because I had heard about this episode from people on Twitter. And then when they said, I was like, oh, that's this episode. Oh, my God. I literally was ready for him to say Crystal Gale. And when he said Crystal Meth, like if I had had a drink in my mouth, there would have been a spit take. I was shocked. That's unbelievably awful. And why in the world didn't you change your name? Yeah, I would have changed my name. But I guess it's stronger for her that she, like, owns mm-hmm. it and is like, this is my past. She was a really strong lady. She's stronger than me. That was, a, yeah, that's unbelievable. So Dennis says, you're kidding when he hears this. Uh-huh. Um, and then we learn that her parents died when she was 11 of drug use and AIDS. So rough start. And then when she was 13, she was abducted and held in a chicken coop. And Dennis says, you're kidding again. Because he just can't comprehend how terrible it's like. But it's kind of, I was saying it too. It's like that Netflix documentary, The Abducted in Plain Sight, where you just like, I can't believe all this is happening to one person. This is. She was abducted from school. Is that what he said? No, they didn't say that. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. And so she's. Abducted by a man. Two years after her parents die. Yeah. She's abducted from someone's. Okay. That's. Mm -hmm. How long was she kept in that guy's yard? I don't know. I don't. And abused and like, it's awful. Horrible. She winds up living with her aunt and her cousin, Jade. Um, and we get interviews with Jade. Jade is big interview. Yeah. And she ended up making something of her life. Like she really. Slightly. Yeah. She, oh my God. She turned her life around. She's super impressive. This and she had like, two kids and she loved her two kids. This is a Phoenix rising ashes situation. She really just like said, nope, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give in to the bad. And so good girl. her cousin Jade said she was so loving. This part was interesting. Her cousin Jade's dad introduced mm-hmm. Crystal to Steve, the guy she married. Got it. Who was his childhood friend. And I was trying to do the math on that and trying to understand how Crystal and Steve were not then of separate generations. Um I'm guessing she was a lot older than her cousin, Jade, but she didn't look to be that much older. And she didn't look to be that much younger than Steve either. Jade looked very young. Jade did look very young, but I thought, but Crystal was 38. So Mm. she was still fairly young. And I couldn't tell how old Steven was. But if Steven is the same age as Jade's father, I would think he was like, but I guess maybe... Her her father had Jade very young. Anyways, un- didn't understand. But I'm sure it makes sense somehow. But no, I think it's that Jade was very young when like her, because it's her, Jade is her cousin. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to, I don't know. I can't, it's hurting and my maybe brain. maybe Jade's parents are separate, are not close age siblings. I'm saying maybe they were young parents. Crystal, too. yeah, with Crystal's mm-hmm. parents. Right. Um, so... This, I thought, I was hoping this wouldn't turn into one of those things where we try to do math. We're not going to. No, we're going to stop it right now and keep going. <laughs> so it's better for everyone. So yeah, um, it is. Steve was a big kid. He was like a goofball. He liked video games and cars. I, I'm not sure if he's a real man, 
or a real boy. Real men like Duke Cannon. And speaking of real men or just men in general, what makes the best possible Father's Day gift? It approaches all you out there with dads or people in your life that are like a dad. Is it a flying motorcycle? Dad's personal bowling alley? The first one, yes. The second thing, no. I think the best gift for dad is a hug, honestly. But Duke Cannon does not sell hugs. Sorry, y'all. But they do make superior quality grooming goods for dad. To honor the dads in our lives, Duke Cannon is offering the Patriot Collection, which is filled with three commemorative great American beer soaps and is made with actual Budweiser beer. That's awesome. It's hilarious. But it's more than just a beer soap. This is a patriotic soap because every Patriot collection purchased on DukeCannon.com, they will donate $5 to Folds of Honor, which is a nonprofit organization that provides educational scholarships to spouses and children of America's fallen and disabled military service members. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's so great. There is actual beer in all of the Patriot Collection products, but they don't smell like beer. They smell like cedar wood. And when Mm -hmm. I got the box in the mail, it's like one of my favorite scents. I Mm -hmm. love this scent. This is one of the candle scents that I buy. It smells so good. So in the Patriot Collection, there are three large soap bars And they're designed to emulate the Folds of Honor special limited edition Budweiser cans. They're a cool design and they're huge bars of soap. They're really neat. And also in the collection, there is the Great American Beard Balm for any dads with beards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and beard oil. That straggly beard. Yeah. A good beard like product can really help a guy out. That's all I'm going to say. And also in the Father's Favorites pack, if you buy any three, you get one free. Oh, that's great. Just pretty cool. Yeah. And then if you want to create your own Father's Day bundle with any assortment of soaps or the Bloody Knuckles Repair Balm that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, or their colognes, solid or liquid, you can buy three and get a fourth product free. So they've got all these Father's Day specials going on right now. You could buy one for your father and one for your father-in-law. Exactly. It's perfect. For free, so, but the father-in-law doesn't have to know that his was free. Do Cannon also partners with active duty military to develop new ideas and review the products. So anything that doesn't meet the high standards of soldiers doesn't actually go into production. That's super cool. So today, please visit DukeCannon.com and use the promo code DATELINE for 10% off your entire order. It's time to get on this Father's Day shopping. Don't wait. They offer free shipping with orders over $20. That's DukeCannon.com and use the promo code DATELINE for 10% off your entire order. Love it. I love it too. Thank you, Duke Duke Cannon. Cannon. So Crystal fell for Steve fast. She thought he was the type of guy to use Duke Cannon. Maybe he smelled really good. Um, Everyone thought he was- It smells so good. (laughs) Everyone thought he was the nicest guy. Mm -hmm. Crystal became, but we've heard that before. Yeah. Crystal became a flight attendant. With Express Jet, which I've never heard of. Did they call you- it a flight attendant? Airline attendant. I thought they were called something else now. I could be total. I don't know why. Well, they used to be called stewardesses, but that was passe. But I thought it had changed from flight attendant again. I'm wrong. Go ahead. No, maybe you're right. Please. Mm-mm. I'm down with learning. Yeah. Tell- let too. us know if we are wrong. No, but they said it on Dateline, airline attendant. So I just Oh, they know. did or flight attendant? Airline attendant. 
but I think it's probably the same thing. I don't know. But I feel like airline attendant means you work in the airport, not fly on planes. And I got the feeling that she was flying on planes. She was flying on planes okay. because this is when her life became more complicated. Mm-hmm. Did Dennis mention before that it was complicated? Yes, he did. And now he's made, we're not sure, but he's mentioning it now for sure. So she took on her travels many lovers during her marriage, both men and women. One of the first times we've seen this on Dateline, I have to say. I've not seen many bisexual romances on Dateline. I thought it was going to become more important because they said it and then it it doesn't. No, it was just made it because it made it salacious. It did make it a little salacious. But in a Dateline's defense and in the police's defense, it brings up a whole new set of suspects. Because if any one of these people was married and had an angry spouse about this, it couldn't be anybody. Oh, absolutely. Across the country now. What I found very fascinating was that some of the detectives were said lovers. I think that uh, the prosecutor... Cheryl said lovers, but then other, some of the cowboy wearing detectives said friends. Friends. She had many friends. Uh, And I was like, oh, friends, huh? Okay, cute. With the tip of the hat. Mm -hmm. So she was having affairs with flight, uh, sorry, airline, okay, flight attendants, whatever they're called now, and pilots, and uh, maybe passengers. I don't know. We don't know. Uh, We don't know. Um, Dennis uses the word intimate. There we go. Not my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said lovers already. I'm surprised you didn't blink I at lovers, it, but I'm intimate growing. was too much. Okay. Yeah, I'm growing. So the detectives are looking into all this, but then Hurricane Harvey hits. And this is within days of her going missing that Hurricane Harvey hits. Right. Um, and it's going to be very hard for me not to do Hamilton right now. Not going to. There's lyrics about hurricanes. Not going to do it. Not appropriate, Kimberly. There was live destruction. I don't remember this hurricane. Harvey? Yeah. Harvey was bad. It seems like it. This hurricane was biblical, epic. The DA thought she was, felt like she was on Noah's Ark. Wow. Bad. And the B-roll footage is terrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much B-roll footage of people like, you know, the boats on the water and- like in the middle of the street and, and people the, like wading out with like the rope and everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It must be really scary. I don't know. I've never been through a hurricane, but like, it's just like, it must just feel like God's punishing you. Do you know what I'm saying? It just won't. Cause that's what they said. It just wouldn't stop raining. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It dr- basically drowned Baytown, which is where we are. Mm-hmm. And Crystal, cousin Crystal, also Crystal's cousin, his name is Jade. Mm-hmm. Were they all named for um, like stones and gems? And well, we know why Crystal was named. I don't know why Jade was named Jade. She's like, and this is my other cousin, Emerald. Maybe. Oh, maybe they and did. Maybe this they one's did. My aunt Pearl. I hope it's not. I hope they didn't all name their children. Like after gemstones, so that Crystal would never find out why she was named Crystal. See, no, I, really, I think that's beautiful. That's I really like, hope it's not that because she found out anyways. I think that's that would be beautiful. If, I don't know about that. I feel weird about that. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> it makes you feel weird. Yeah, kinda. Because how that does means, it make you feel? We like Jade, the cousin. 
Her Very name much. is um, Jade Cherry, though. That's her name? Yeah. That sounds like an ice cream. Like you, like an ice cream that you went and it was like, hi, I'm going to have the Jade Cherry, but can I get chocolate chips on top? Also, you know what? It could also be the name of, of one of the queens that you love. I could also see someone on Drag Race being named Jade Cherry. Oh, my God. That sounds so much like a drag queen name. Right? Yes, it does. It sounds like a drag queen winner, to be honest. It sounds like someone who would win Drag Race. 1,000%. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So Crystal is, I'm sorry, Jade is stuck at home with two newborn twins. Holy Moses. This hurricane and her cousin's missing, and she doesn't have enough, she's not producing breast milk, probably because of the stress. Yeah. And she's also um, running out of formula because her house is flooded. It's like, I can't even... That's stressful. That's so stressful. Um, And so people, um, they felt like the police were now not looking at her being missing. She'd only been missing a couple days at this point, Mm -hmm. but the police had stopped looking because they're dealing with this hurricane. So... Jade goes to social media. So she puts out all this info and like her car that's missing and pictures and all this stuff. She gets a text back from someone saying, well, her car is at this Motel 6. And Jade's like, how do you know? Turns out someone had posted a picture of the Mercedes on Instagram saying this car is about to get flooded. The Instagram post is basically laughing at the poor rich person they are. Little do they know. Dumb rich person bought this Mercedes. It it says a Mercedes hell not laughing crying emoji. I would have been real mad. Like they're just totally laughing that this person spent all this money on a Mercedes and now their car is about to get destroyed. Um, it's not but very so nice. so glad they did that. But so glad they did it. Because Thank you for being rude. That's yeah. like literally how they found this person's car. Uh-huh. Dennis, oh, and then Jade says, holy crap, that's her car. And Dennis is like a little aghast. I'm trying to be in a noir detective novel and you're ruining it, Jade. So Mm -hmm. the family could not get to the motel because the streets are flooded. So this Mm -hmm. other detective with a mustache, because he's still a detective, but no cowboy hat, Mm -hmm. has to commandeer an airboat to get to the car. A couple things about that. Yeah. Commandeer an airboat is like the coolest phrase I've ever heard. Yeah. And it sounds like something Archer would say to Lana. Yeah. Um, or would want to do. Yeah. Like, Lana, gotta commandeer this airboat. Yeah. Um, also, I was really impressed that the detective actually did that because I would have been like, um, there's a hurricane. I'm literally scooping water out of my desk. Um, with my 10-gallon hat. That's why he's not wearing a hat, because he has to use it to scoop water out. I'd be like, um, one crisis at a time. I cannot help you right now. I'm still kind of surprised that they were able to do this during that time period. It would seem like, I don't know what the priority like for emergency is, that they would be able to commandeer. Because they needed those airboats to get people out of their houses, too. But at the same time, she is a missing person. And that is a huge clue so they do need to get to the car before the car floods. So it is kind of an emergency too. So, but there's also like people who are alive. Like we don't know if she's still alive. But what if she's alive and trapped in the car? Like, do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I don't. 
Oh man, these your are resources tough. are tapped, and you have to make some hard decisions. I was gonna say these are tough decisions these people have to make. I don't envy it. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't know about that. No, but this detective commandeering the airboat is pretty, pretty great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yes. he's like, I said I had to commandeer an airboat. Man, that's cool. So they go to the uh, car, and the mm-hmm. keys are inside the car. Like they just the person it was left there, like they wanted it to be stolen. That's what they yeah. think. Yeah. So, and then Dennis says, this, I can't, this, this was more bothersome to me than intimate. Um, Dennis calls the Mercedes for, for burglars or car thieves, whatever, a tasty prize. Oh, he did say tasty. And it was a lot for me. Oh, uh, if he had said tasty treat, that would have been worse, but tasty prize I feel like just me saying it to you is making you uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like it. You can stop saying it. I'm good. <laughs> Tasty. We can keep going. <laughs> a CSI team goes through the Mercedes and, well, first of all, they can't get it for a while because the water's up high, but then they finally get it when the water goes down. They don't find anything. Mm-hmm. Dateline posts a story about Crystal online, but it doesn't get any leads. The sheriff decides he needs help because he's dealing with this hurricane. So he calls in a Texas Ranger with a mustache and another flying nun cowboy hat because he is also high up. This one is more um, like woven wicker-ish material. Yeah, this might, yeah. Like you, I like that because I get very sweaty. You could breathe. I feel like your head would breathe more. Sure, yeah, but there is a leather band on the inside that's about two... Two and a half inches thick that goes like this around your mm-hmm. head. You're going to sweat a lot in that. You are, but I do feel like maybe it's a little more aerated. I don't know. Good point. So um, this Walker, Texas Ranger, comes. I don't remember his name, comes in and takes over. No, I said Texas Ranger is what I called him because Dennis calls him Ranger. He's, he, when he asks him questions. Oh, he's this Ranger? Oh, he does. He goes, <laughs> so was it like this, Ranger? Dennis, like instead of saying so instead much. of saying officer, he says ranger, and I was like, oh, I clutched my pearls because I've never heard that before. Is that and the I was appropriate like, way to? Because to a U.S. marshal, you would say marshal. Can I blah blah blah? Right. Apparently, it's the same thing with ranger, but I didn't know that. Did you know it? No. No. Well, now I we love know. it. Uh huh. <laughs> Dennis always teaches me something. I know. De- he's full of knowledge. Yeah. So um, the Texas. Ranger comes in, he takes over because the sheriff was, I said underwater, and then I said literally, and then I said, ooh. Ooh. Um, No, it's an excellent play on words. I'm very happy with that. Also, mad props, if that's the thing I'm going to start saying. Um, The sheriff, uh, yeah, Katie's wrinkling her nose, she doesn't like it. I don't like it either. Um, Right when it came out, I didn't like it. Sheriff Hawthorne, (laughs) let's put a (laughs) pin back in that. Put put that back where it was. uh, let that sit there for a minute. Um, I like that Sheriff Hawthorne called in help from the Rangers because he knew he wasn't going to be able to give the case the attention it deserved. Right. He wasn't he wasn't like super prideful, you mean, and was like, I'm going to need I'm going to need some assistance on this one. I'm going to call uh-huh. in some peeps. Yeah, I like that, too. It can admit when they need help with something. There you That's, go. There you go. So um, the Texas Ranger brings in the husband, Stephen, and mm-hmm. he says he hasn't seen her since Thursday when she left for her date. And Dennis says, 
you woefully underestimate the Texas Ranger if you just see an elite gunslinger in hat and boots. Dennis. Dennis is in love, love. with the Texas Rangers. Also, it is not underestimating someone to call them an elite gunslinger, I don't think. But he's all he's saying he's not just an elite gunslinger. He's also been trained in how to read people and interrogate people. Mm-hmm. So Stephen, to this Texas Ranger, exhibits a lack of concern for his ex-wife. And so the ranger says, let's put you on a lie detector test. And Stephen agrees. He fails spectacularly. Wow. Failed as bad as you could fail. But at the same time, the ranger is hearing great things about Stephen from the family. He's a great dad. He was a great husband. Everyone loved him. They all think it's the new boyfriend, Paul. Right. The jeweler. The jeweler. So um, Paul, Rob Robson. Bob Bob Robson. Bob Robson. Yeah. Um, So the boyfriend comes in to meet with the ranger. He also agrees to take a polygraph. He also fails miserably on the same day. So either they're both in on it or you got to check that polygraph equipment. Thank you. Bingo. That's what I wrote. I said, first thing I'm thinking is... The murderer is the polygraph guy. That's what, right. Or his equipment is severely faulty. Right. We need or to like have. they are in on it together. Correct. But I think what we need to do is hook up Texas Ranger to the polygraph. Cor- yes. Have him do some things. Yeah. And I know polygraphs aren't admissible in court. Blah, blah, blah. Don't come at us. We know. But still, for them both to fail is very weird. On the same day. On I, the same day. And to fail really badly. Not like kind of fail on certain questions, but to just fail really badly. Right. Flat that, out. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis says the skies may have cleared and things have dried out, but the new no new light was shed on Crystal's disappearance. Dennis is beautiful. Crystal has now been missing for 11 days. They think her body might have been dumped in a bayou and then the flood water would have swept it out to the Gulf of Mexico. But still, they're searching for her body in the fields. They're searching um, by foot. They're searching on ATVs. They're searching by airboat in the bayous, which I've never seen on Dateline. Loved that. We meet this search organizer guy who says it doesn't look good, but he doesn't have a mustache or a cowboy hat. So I'm kind of disregarding oh, him. He yeah, should have been cut him. from the episode. I didn't look right again, hon. I got to get that hat. <laughs> she's like i just she hates the hats for some odd reason and he's like but i'm not getting on dateline because i don't have the hat i'm not being taken seriously in my career as an airboat captain <laughs> i've got to get the hat yeah so was it the boyfriend or the ex yeah. they keep doing a side-by-side photo of each man oh lord do they look alike they have very similar facial structures um, and smiles. Yeah. She definitely had a type. But so let's do a little comparison. They both have beverages in their hands in the photo, the photo line, the photos they have picked of them to put next to each other on the screen repeatedly. And the husband, Stephen, has a small bottle of Coke. And Paul, the boyfriend, has a plastic cup of like a brown beverage with ice. 
And I it felt like it was an alcoholic beverage because he has a wristband on, like a yellow wristband, like you get at a bar or club or something. So rum and coke. Rum and, and coke, maybe, coke. and a plain coke in a bottle. So could we judge them based on that? Like, which one's the murder based on that? I really like coke. You do. I would tend to think it was Paul then. Who did you think at this point? Um, Paul has weird creepy eyes to me. I thought that Stephen was Paul. I kept getting them confused because of how similar they look. Is extremely bald, like clean shaven. And Paul has hair. Okay. So the police start looking at the surveillance footage around the Motel 6 where the car was found. Mm -hmm. They find footage, this is insane to me, of the taillights of the Mercedes parking at the motel at Sad on Saturday at 6.30 in the morning. I don't even know how they could tell that it was the Mercedes. It's so dark and it's in like very top of the screen. They see these headlights, but I think it's the same spot where the car was found. So they I don't know how they would be able to tell that's the same spot. The only thing I thought was that the hotel itself, they do a count of the cars and they knew that that car, any, all the other cars hadn't moved because the storm was keeping everyone like... Mm-hmm. shut and pl- stopped in place. Mm-hmm. So that was the only new car that had come in that day. That's the only thing I can guess. So it gives Unless them- you literally are watching the footage of, and you can see the very top of the screen, like an inch of the top of the screen, you can see the Motel 6 parking lot and you can spot her car because you know where it was found. Then you rewind and rewind and rewind until it's not there anymore. And then you've, press play, and then you see it pull in, I guess. But there's literally like an inch of the screen and it's black outside and they Very see hard headlights tell. pulling in. Yeah. Super impressive. Yeah. Anyways, so they find so they think the car was parked there 6.30 Saturday morning. Five hours later, they find footage at a gas station of Stephen, um, a, a gas station right by the Motel 6, mm-hmm. of a guy who looks like Stephen parking a car that looks like Stephen's car. Mm-hmm. And instead of pumping gas, this person walks towards the Motel 6 and then walks back to his car like a sad Charlie Brown. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Dennis says his thought bubble would be, oh, someone hasn't stolen it yet. And the Texas Ranger says, yeah, correct. He's thinking, oh, shh. And he says the words and he gets bleeped. And Dennis chuckles, and it was adorable. It really was. So we should put someone gets bleeped on the bingo cards. It happens sometimes. Oh, that's sometimes. a good one. So they figured out that's Stephen. He dropped the car off at the Motel 6. But how did he get home? So then they find footage on a different road of a man riding his bike through the rain, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, full-on Wizard of Oz. 25 minutes after Crystal's car was dropped off and the man on the bike, it's really hard to tell because the rain has already started, but it has special mag wheels. So his alibi for Saturday morning that he placed himself was that he was at shopping at Walmart, coincidentally across the freeway from the Motel 6. Mm -hmm. So they pull up the Walmart footage since he said he was there 
and they see a man who looks like Stephen. They keep being very like safe about this. Did you notice that? They never say it's Stephen. They just keep going, a man who looks like Stephen. Um, it's like they're trying not to get sued by Stephen. The only thing that actually looks like Stephen, like if you see him and then see this, because we're seeing him in police interviews now, so we're getting more like visual on him, is the gas station. And all this other footage is like a man, a thing. His car is super distinctive, though, and they f- really think that was his car at the gas station. Yeah. No, no, that's what I said. It's the only one. Yeah. That looks no, but I'm saying when we see Steven look at the gas station when he walks, I'm like, oh no, that's Steven because he's not wearing a hat. He's in a tank top. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So not it just that like the him. car is the identifier. He also looks like he him also, there. but like the bike. In the Walmart one, he has a hoodie up. Correct. Um, but he said he is at Walmart at that time. Like that was his alibi. So they find a guy at the Walmart buying a bike with the special mag wheels, whatever that means. They're like thick and short and squatty. They're like a squatty, thick wheel. I noticed them in the footage. I was like, what's you that did. bike? Yeah. Interesting. Because I noticed them because I'd never seen wheels like that. And I was like, I don't know. But I don't know anything about bikes. Well, I don't know anything about bikes, but I noticed the wheels. So he's on camera or a guy who looks like him with the hoodie buying this. But it's only 25 minutes after the car was dropped off. And this place is right across the freeway from the Walmart's right across the street. He also buys a Red Bull and a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) I just have to say, if your trips to Walmart involve buying cigarettes, Red Bull and a bicycle, it's time to reevaluate your life. Yep. BetterHelp might be the answer. Yes. BetterHelp offers therapy with a licensed professional therapist in the privacy of your own home. It's a way to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient. It doesn't take weeks to find a therapist anymore. You can literally, sometimes you should need help now. You can't like find a therapist that goes with your insurance, that is accepting new patients. You need help now. It With yeah. BetterHelp, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You can also send a message to your counselor at any time because sometimes you think the world couldn't be a more confusing place. And then the world laughs and is like, I have one more thing for you to deal with. And all of you know what I'm talking about. This past Mm -hmm. week, Carol Baskin was awarded Joe Exotic's former zoo. (sighs) It's very upsetting. The world doesn't make sense right now. Better help is available worldwide. Counselors that are specialized in all kinds of issues like depression, stress, relationship, trauma, sleeping problems, grief, wondering who actually is the bad guy in Tiger King when it's June and you shouldn't still be thinking about Tiger King anymore. BetterHelp is easy. It's totally confidential. It's affordable. What are you waiting for? We want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash dateline join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health again that's better help com forward slash dateline because everyone can use some better help i did it right on the first try that time you did yeah you did that was amazing thank you better help thank you better help so Stephen is seen on this walmart footage maybe 
buying the bike minutes after Crystal's car was dropped off. So the theory being he abandons her car, walks across the street to the Walmart, buys a bike, and then cycles his little way home in the rain. Can't tell if it's like a really smart plan or a really dumb plan. I mean, I guess it's better than getting an Uber in which there would be more receipts for it. Right, but I can't think of another plan. He did pay for cash at the Walmart. He did for the bike. So why did you tell the cops you were at the Walmart? Correct. That's the whole, you're so right, because if you hadn't done that, they wouldn't have looked. Right. They would not have thought to check the Walmart. They spent weeks, they said, trying to figure out how he got home until they noticed this bike footage, and then they pieced it together with the Walmart footage because he had said he was at Walmart. Stoop. Okay. That was that was not smart. Yeah. Man. But I, maybe he thought like a, a little bit of truth in your lie, like you have to have more truth in there. Oh, you know? I see so what you're saying. Yeah. He really technically was at Walmart so that he thought that was an alibi. They don't actually know when she was killed, too, because they don't actually know when he, she could have been killed. Like, they don't really know exactly when she was killed. They know. They don't know that she's dead. She don't know she's dead. Correct. So uh, my, I mean, that's still like missing, missing persons. I mean, she's assumed dead at this point, but, but I, my feeling is that he saw someone he knew at the Walmart or something. He saw a camera, something happened that made him know he had to make that part of his story because Mm -hmm. he was going to get caught for lying on that. I don't know what it was, but I think it's something like that. A question that's going to come up in a bit is premeditation. And I'm very torn on that. But the fact that he paid with cash makes me Mm. think premeditation. But because I don't know how much cash he normally carries around, but that a bike has to be kind of expensive, even at Walmart, like 80 bucks or something. What if it's like, yeah, but 80 bucks, he could definitely be the kind of guy that carries a hundred dollars. Yeah. I think 80 is low for a bike, but I bet he just had cash. Or he had 150. Cash at home. How much is a bike at tar- a Target bike is like, I uh, want to say like 125 to 300 for an adult bike. Here's two better questions for you. If if he so he could have taken cash from his home when he went to uh-huh. take the car. Yeah. What were his kids doing? Great question. Sleeping. Hopefully, this is still early. It's 7 a.m. Yeah, I hope they were. I Well, we don't know. But he didn't have anyone come and watch the kids. He's gone for at least an hour. Right. So did he tell the cops she wasn't there? I went to Walmart and left my two children at home. I think they were six. Were they six and eight? Or were they younger than that even? That I don't remember. I but think they still were not okay to leave not them okay alone. Not okay to leave them at home. I know why he did the Walmart thing. Sorry, I just figured it out. Because the bikes are up high. They're on that thing, that chain thing. You have to have someone to unlock it. And I think that they do it that the the tires are not filled with air. So you can't like ride it around the store. I think they fill the tires for you. I think there are a couple of things. That I don't happen. think they're always up high, but I think they might be always tied up. Yeah, no, but they I are. think some of them are low, but I think more the kids ones are low. So the kid can get on and see if the height fits them. Might be. But you're right. A lot of times they're very high. They're almost always locked, though. Yeah. You would have to have someone come and unlock the bike. So her car wasn't stolen. This is the big roadblock in his plan because the waters got too high. So 
His plan fell apart with the rain, as Dennis and the sheriff or ranger are saying. And then Dennis goes so far as to say he was a victim of Hurricane Harvey, too, in a way. Dennis, that's a, that's a little that's that's a little far. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if that's correct, Dennis, but that's all right. I see what you're doing. I you, see you are what you're saying. Still a poet, Dennis, and but then I don't the, know about that. The one. ranger goes in more ways than one. And I was like, in what ways? I think in he's what just more hit, way than one. It's a volley, Kimberly. He just had to hit the ball back over the net. <laughs> and he did, and it was fine. It wasn't like an ace shot, but he just hit that uh-huh. ball back. Yeah, you just go with it. So they show uh, Stephen the footage. And he says, okay, that's me at the gas station. I'll admit that. He won't admit that that's him at the Walmart. He says, no way. But I don't understand because he voluntarily told them he was at Walmart at that time. So he's saying there's another guy who looks just like him at the same time, but buying something else. He's like, I was in a different aisle buying some- I wasn't buying a bike. So that wasn't me buying the bike, I guess. But it doesn't look like him at all in the thing. You can't tell. So he could say that. And I think when he saw the footage, he was but like, oh, thank God. But then where is the footage of him? If that guy's not him, then there should be footage of him buying something else. Which is probably exactly what the police said next. We just don't get to see it. But that's probably exactly what they said. We have a new also, training Also, what was advisor. he buying that was so important that he had to go at seven in the morning on a Saturday when his children were at home? Red Bull and cigarettes. <laughs> so the DA wants more evidence. She wants the body. What? Why'd you say it like that? Because she starts to sound like Nancy Grace at this point. I'm sorry. It sounded like you said that body. (laughs) Where's the body? No, no. It sounded like you said she wants that body. No, I did not mean it like that Okay, That sounded like how I heard it, but I have been watching a lot of Drag Race, so it could be (laughs) that. Stop relying on that body. Okay. Um, I did want to say I really liked her. I, I guess we'll talk about her later. Okay. I did. I liked her as well. I liked her at her whole vibe. Um, so they let Stephen go home because white privilege. I do not know why they let him go home. They literally think they have him for murder. They're just waiting for the body. They let him go home. But then they we hear that the sheriff or the ranger has found out that a bunch of people said that after the divorce, Stephen had threatened murder-suicide. That he was going to take out himself and the whole family. Again, why did they let him go home? So the DA turns to Aunt Cindy, the hairdresser, who I don't know if we've mentioned. She has the whitest teeth I've literally ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Paired with red lipstick. Blue red lipstick. That's why they look so white. She actually is a beautician hairdresser who is a schoolmate of the DA because... Mm -hmm. I guess small towns, like, that everyone knows each other. So um, she turns to this Aunt Cindy and says, we need you to hang out with Stephen, who might be a murderer and who might be going to kill himself or these children, and you will hang out at the house with Stephen and the kids and just watch out for it. If you have to resort to this, you should be holding this man in police custody. Yeah, that's... And Cindy, who's a total boss, is like, I'm a hairdresser. Listening to people is what I do best. So I think I'm the right person for the job to just hang out with Steven, make sure he doesn't kill himself or these children. 
And then she tells Dennis, I did have a gun on me the whole time. <laughs> I was like, of course you did. You're you're from Texas. She's basically like, I'm a hairdresser. All hairdressers in Texas have guns. People might be not happy with the haircut. So finally, the DA is like, this is the stupidest plan ever. Having my schoolmate friend, who is a relative of Crystal, hanging out with this guy who's in, like, pull him in. Pull those kids away. So they pull him in. They put the kids in protective custody. Like, there we go. Things you should have done yesterday. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really like the DA, but I did not understand that plan at all. Me neither. What were they trying to get from him? What was the point of him being able to go home? There's no point because he doesn't have anything to lose at this point because they are. N- it's like if he doesn't show the body, they're not going to charge him. And why would he show them the body? So he's not admitting to anything. No, no, no. He's going to show. No, no, that no, wasn't the deal. Right now is the deal. It's not until he she, she takes the kids away and can say, I won't let you see these kids anymore until you admit what you did and show us the body. Which is not legal. Probably, probably not. But unless you're going to charge him with something. I mean, she can keep them in protective custody for a while, at least, probably, but not forever. And she doesn't have that authority. That's like a family court thing, I would think. But um, mm-hmm. so she says, you can't see these kids again, like ever somehow, if um, unless you tell us where the body is. But right. how is he thinking I'm going to see my kids again if I go to prison? Anyways, yeah. but she's full on Nancy Grace. She wants that body. She's so pissed at this point. She's railing against Dennis. She's like, how is he not telling us where this body is? He knows that her family doesn't get to see where this body is. And you know what? I'm sick of it. You know what? He is just, and can I say what she said on this podcast or am I going to get bleeped out? They said it on Dateline. Yeah. What'd she say? She says, he's just dicking us around. Oh. And Dateline doesn't bleep it. And I was shook. She's pissed. Dennis does clutch his pearls. He leans back in his seat and makes this kind of face. Like, yeah. <laughs> he loved every second of it. It was great. Her Nancy Grace is now, was at a four. It's now at like a nine. Because only Nancy Grace is at a 10. But only Nancy's at 10. But I can't believe, is that not something you'd have to bleep? You can say that? Um, I don't know. I don't know how they got. Are you going to bleep it? No. Okay. I'm okay. I just will try to fix the rating. <laughs> we'll say there's one word in this episode, but Here's they said the deal. it on Dateline. Well, there's another word that they say later that they don't bleep. Oh. That word is coming. I wonder coming. if I caught that. Oh, you definitely did. It's I, it, I have Dennis in all caps because of what he asked the prosecutor. Oh, 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 yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. So there's two words in this episode that I was surprised that they didn't bleep. Yeah. So they bring in Steven and he says, this was so weird too. He says, mm-hmm. tomorrow I'll tell you everything if you let me go tonight. Oh, see, that's the, the night that I thought you were talking about. Okay. Huh. All right. I think I got a little confused. No sense this. why they let him go because they thought he might kill himself. Now he doesn't even have the kids. Right now, definitely he if should be on suicide watch. Before he was maybe going to kill himself and the kids, now for 100%. But now no one's with him this night, right? This second night, no they one's at his house. They just let him go. Right. Cindy's not there. 
but he doesn't have the kids to live for, whatever. It's like, it's, Mm-mm. he, but he says, but for some reason he really wants to be at home that one night. I don't know if he recorded something special on TV that night. I don't know. He wanted to sleep in his bed one last time. Like he, for some reason, he really wanted to be home that one night. He says, I'll tell you everything tomorrow. And so they, they let him go, but they're sure he's not going to be there tomorrow. They think he's going to be dead. Again, if you think that, why are you not holding him? Do they want him to be dead? You can't. That's illegal. If he's a danger to himself, you have to, even if you want him to kill himself. This, there are no laws in Texas. It's Texas. They do what they want. And this prosecutor is like, I've had it with being deed around. Yeah, I've been. Let him go to his house. Let's see if he'll just put us all out of some misery. <laughs> That's what she's thinking. Maybe. But then they won't I get the know. body. That's true. And that's something that they really want. They really want the body. I think maybe he said he wouldn't give them the body unless they let him go home. I don't know. I would be like, what is so special? Why do you need to be home tonight? Okay. Just who knows? Did he have like pot roast in the freezer that he really wanted to finish? He No, he had to get his affairs in order for like his kids. I'm more thinking that he made a video for them or something like tried to do something. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you immediately thought of pot roast. That's not it. It's something that he wanted to do for them. Speaking of great parents, Father's Day is coming up. We just had Mother's Day. It's nice to celebrate your parents because even if they're the reason you're in therapy, they didn't name you after meth. So they deserve presents. Absolutely. Finding the perfect present for your parents is hard. You want the presents to feel special, especially since a lot of us can't be with our parents in person. I'm probably not going to make it home for Father's Day. I might have to virtually watch reruns of Hoarding Buried Alive with my dad. So this year, I'm giving my dad a gift that is unique and brings the whole family together. StoryWorth. StoryWorth is super cool. It is a fun and meaningful way to engage with your family, especially relatives that you don't see that often. It's an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. So every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different prompts, like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises? What's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? I don't know Hmm. the answers what my parents would answer to those. This is great. These are great questions. And each week they get one of those questions and then they email back their answer and they can send a photo along with it too. The whole family can read these stories and it makes the family feel like you're all together and you're still learning things about the relatives while they're still here and not once they're gone. It's really, really special. And the best part- That's a very special gift. After the year is over, StoryWorth compiles all of the answered questions and photos into a book. So you get this keepsake book that the family can treasure forever. Free shipping, by the way. You can look on the website. You can see samples of the book. It's really beautiful. And um, there's like a photo on it. And it's just really, really nice. And something lovely. Yeah, it's a great, great, such a unique idea for a gift. Such a great idea to get to know your parents or people who are like your parents. Really any relative in your life, especially for Father's Day coming up. It's just a great idea for any relative in your life. Because I think they would appreciate the fact that you want to get to know them better. So give your dad or, again, any relative the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com 
forward slash date dateline and you get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com forward slash date dateline for $10 off. It, I really, I can't rave about it enough. It's like the coolest idea for a gift. So such a neat I'm, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they go there the next day and he's there and he's willing to talk. So <sighs> shocking. So he says, I knew she had a ton of affairs. I confronted her on it. And she told me that I wasn't dominant enough in the bedroom. And that's what she wanted. Mm. And at that point, I was like, Dennis always gets these episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're fighting about this. And he snapped. He didn't mean to hurt her. He loved her. But he was holding her, like squeezing her. And he pulls his arms out like he's trying to pull her into an embrace. And he hugs her like... um, of mice and men and she just stops moving and he wrapped her body in trash bags and he put her in the car and he that's not what he tells them mm-hmm. i thought he told said that at trial this is what he says he goes like this and they said you suffocated her and oh, he's like right. yeah i didn't mean to but i did i think he said i they said were you in like a chokehold and he's just like this and he makes like a hugging gesture but he doesn't say the hugging thing. He doesn't actually say the hugging thing until trial. Got it. You're right okay. about that. He does, but he does this weird gesture that to me was like hugging. But I think he says chokehold and said, and the cop feeds him suffocating. Like, did you suffocate her? And he says, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, or she, yeah, it. she stopped breathing. She went limp. So, um, hmm. so he wants the death penalty off the table, or he won't tell him where the body is. You know who else wanted the death penalty off the table? Crystal. There we go. Drop the mic. Then they, but they want the body. So they agree to take it off the table. So he takes them out to this wooded area and they go into the thicket and they find her remains. They never would have found them because by the time they were actually looking for her, that area was like four feet underwater. Exactly. So the body is totally decomposed after all this time. So it's right where the hurricane was. So they try to say that they can charge him as like um, attempt, like um, uh, premeditated murder or something in Texas called sudden passion. Right. That's what they're, that's what she's afraid of, right? Yes. So, and she's afraid that's definitely what the defense is going to go for, that he just snapped. It was a crime of passion. And also part of sudden passion seems to be that the victim played a part in their death by like provoking the person. Correct. Which That's is crazy. super weird and very Texas. Like very strange. Yeah. Very shady and doesn't seem cool at all. Cause nothing anybody can do to provoke someone justifies them being murdered, I don't think. But no. Um but I I could guess I could kind of see that if someone's like I just killed your daughter and now I'm going to kill you. And then you're and the person's like, nope. And then the person's like, don't you want to kill me or else I'm going to kill your other daughter. And then like, I don't know, the person has two daughters and they're like, going to kill. I don't know. Like, could you think see sudden, that? I think sudden passion is tricky. Very tricky. I think tricky. there's a lot of loopholes in it. I think a lot of people are going to try to use it if you have something like that on the books. So Right. But it seems very different than just what you think of as crime of passion, where like the victim has some part in it, which is Yeah, very, it does. No, I agree with you. It's very mm-hmm. strange. So the max for sudden 
passion is like 20 years, but he could get out in two years. Uh huh. And the DA is not going to let that happen. And Dennis is playing devil's advocate. And he's like, what if, you know, he's just this poor henpecked guy? Like, Ooh, Dennis. 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 What are these words? All right. I love it. Um, and he says, you know, uh, he snapped. And I think we're kind of in manslaughter country there. And um, she's and the DA who also has the whitest teeth. Um, and also we learned she's a single mom and an advocate for women. She, she won't buy it. She has, she takes no, what am I trying to say? She takes no bull from anybody. And she thinks it was premeditated murder, no matter how henpecked he was. I don't know if it was premeditated. That's, but... I don't know either. I honestly really don't know. It's not like he bought the bike ahead of time. If he had bought the bike ahead of time, sure. I, everything seemed like he was just cleaning up the mess that he had made when he snapped. I don't know what actually points to premeditation. Yeah. So Stephen goes on trial. And but I think in this case, it would more. Well, we'll get to it. So there's pre-recorded testimony of the two kids and the daughter who is seven takes the stand. We don't get to see it. But Dennis is kind of reading her testimony in an empty courtroom very dramatically. She says that she saw what happened. She said they were arguing about her going out with another man. She said, I'm leaving you and I'm taking the kids. And he said, no, you're not. And he pushed her down on the bed and he put his hands over her nose and mouth, which is totally different than what he said happened because he said he was like hugging her and she put her feet up so he wouldn't have so much weight on her. And he looked at the daughter in the doorway angrily and then the mom looked at the daughter as if to say help, which is just beyond heartbreaking. And then what she says when he was done, like when he was done killing my mom, he said, go to my room and don't tell anyone about this. So the defense, of course, says that she was, They, I think they say she was either coached by relatives or she heard somehow things about the murder and then in her own head she made up things to fill in the gaps as people do when they're trying to make sense of a story especially kids and um everyone's memory is faulty but like certain things you know we've discussed um but also they think i think they probably implied that she was coached because she's staying with relatives i think at this time so and she's still hanging around with relatives of crystals i'm sure so yeah absolutely steven takes the stand and he says um well the da who hates him hates him so much um says that he came across like a conniving manipulative crybaby wow i'm surprised they let him but they had i think you would have to take the stand if you're doing sudden passion you've got to explain it in your own words oh they it's just a bad sign if they have the defendant take the stand yeah i just think that it would, must have been a heartbreaking trial for those kids because they had to sit through it while their mom is just going to get raked through the mud well if they're testifying they probably did not oh have to sit you're right it. you're exactly right oh like thank god fizz fizz did not see her mother's trial because she was a witness of course. um so i i don't know if it, that's different in different states or if it's well this was texas fizz was yeah. in texas too mm-hmm. um so on the stand he says it was a freak accident he says she got hysterical so he put her in a bear hug to calm her down 
and basically bear hugged her to death. Wow. Like a teddy bear holding a heart. Wow. I just, it's, it's shocking, but it does remind me of Mice and Men or something. Like, could it, could it, like, Andre the Giant or something? That's what someone posted on Twitter. Like, maybe this man could bear hug you to death. But I kind of, I don't know. It's, the, it's. Well, like, does he do jujitsu? If he was a black belt or had some kind of training, I would say, yeah. Because Oliver basically. Totally. Hugs, hugs people into submission. But mm-hmm. does he do that stuff? Or he just did it through the sh- sheer strength of his like no it doesn't is make her sense. face pressed up against his chest like he can't she can't breathe or is it like right. i don't quite understand the positioning but the da said she and her colleagues were like googling it at dinner that night like how do you hug someone to death um uh, they just thought it was ridiculous i kind of think i could see it i don't think i let me clarify if you if it did happen i would never clarify it call it a hug i would never classify it as a hug I would say you fully suffocated someone, but I think what he's describing could happen with ill intent and you could suffocate someone that way. But I would never say I was hugging someone and then they died. Um, So the DA is worried about a hung jury. She says, if just one person believes his story, then we're cooked. And the jury asked to rewatch the confession tape. And that's when they come back guilty. Yay. Yay. And, but we don't know which which they're going to find premeditated crime and passion. Dennis is talking with the DA in a restaurant and she has a red empty glass in front of her. Unsure, mm-hmm. not sure what I, I don't know why it's empty. Where are they? Um, give her mm. some water. Um, Maybe she already drank it. Also. I like those red glasses. They remind me of pizza hut when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> so he asks her, how do you stop from coming off as and he kind oh my of, gosh. he apologizes in advance and he says, not like a, a hard ass woman. Den- Dennis. What are you saying? You can't say, but you can get away with it, buddy. But yeah, I don't think that you can say that. Is that I like- don't think you can say that. And I love Dennis. And I was like, Dennis. I thought it was charming. And I think what he was trying to say is like, how does a strong woman such as yourself not come across? Even the term like ball buster is probably very offensive to women in business and tough women everywhere. I think he's trying to avoid saying the B word. It was pretty clear. <laughs> the ball buster word that I just said. Oh, the B-I word. Yes. Um, so, but like, I guess it's, I think he's genuinely asking how does a strong but why woman does it matter? It doesn't at all matter. But for some reason in this one hour episode, they dig into this DA's life a bit. They show her with B-roll with her daughters and talk about how she's a single mom and she's an advocate for women. So for some reason, we're getting again, one hour episode. Not sure why we're going into her life, too. So maybe that's why this question is in there. But it's very um no, it's it's a you're walking a line, Dennis. Was she the courtroom? Was she the closing argument? Was she the one? I think so. Yeah, I think she did. the. OK, so then maybe the question the question to ask is, how do you make sure that the jury still likes you? Because they need to like you. Right. To win. Right. And then he would say, comma, I would ask this of a man as well. Right. <laughs> I was just a little, I was a little surprised. 
Oh, I was shocked. I get it, but I was like, wow, all right. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, her answer is so good. She basically says, I am, and so what? Who cares? Yeah, and I do not care. Right. I don't care, and if I acted otherwise, the jury would think I was being fake. That was great. It was such a great answer. So uh-huh. great. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm not going to make myself let like more whatever feminine or your idea of femininity or less B-I-T-C-H-E so that I'm likable or whatever in quotes. Like she's like, I don't care. I'm a strong woman and that's what I am. I'm not going to pretend to be otherwise. I'm a strong woman and I was strong for Crystal. Yeah, it was exactly right. Mm -hmm. So the jurors find that it was premeditated and not crime of passion. Mm hmm. Again, I don't think that there was enough to prove that, but I have a feeling for the jury, it was more just about giving him a higher sentence and more time because they did not like him. And it wasn't necessarily that they met the burden of premeditation. I could see that. Yes. Like I would still want him to get more time. However, that had to be, but I I don't know where the premeditation comes from. Well, because the prosecutor even said that the department was split on if it should be a sudden passion. Thought it was sudden passion. So Exactly. So he gets 50 years, which is great. And Aunt Cindy, with the teeth, takes them, the kids, to the movies that day. As, and just Oh, yeah. So she doesn't, ha- so they don't have to be in court. Yeah. Yeah. And just so they don't even think about it. So they have a fun day that day. Yeah. And they're, that's good. you know, not thinking about it. And the kids are being raised by friends of Crystal's whose parents once helped raise Crystal when uh. she was going from home to home. And so it's this beautiful, like, circle of life. And they're really good parents to the kids. And the kids are doing really great. Um, so, do we have B-roll Bonanza? Yeah, the beautician B-roll. <laughs> I loved that her her beauty shop B-roll. I thought that was really cute. Um, I wondered if she owned the salon. It was cute. She's great. What does she use on her teeth? How does she get those babies so white? Are they real teeth? Are they real teeth? Great question. Because maybe they're not real teeth because I don't, but I don't know. I think it's hard to keep dentures that white too. Even oh, if yeah. Like fronts or veneers or anything like that. But no, veneers... Because veneers are always the color that you make them, right? Oh. So, I don't know. Maybe she was lucky enough to be able to get all veneers. They did not look like veneer. Well, maybe they did look like veneers. That's that I the think dream. About it. The veneer dream. Maybe they Except did. They do look like those white. those movie star kind of teeth. Like where maybe. you're a soap opera, maybe. Huh. Well, if you're listening, we noticed and they're beautiful. And her red lipstick game is on point. Yeah, it is. Um, the DA strutting into that courtroom. Strutting. Also had great teeth. Did you notice that the the detective with the cowboy hat or without? Yeah, with the cowboy the hat. The sheriff. Sheriff Hoffman. Older. Older. Um, he is literally locking and loading his little pistol. I wrote. And I was like, do you have the safety on? I don't know what that means, but I think that's a thing. It I was, was like, so wow. loud. I wrote the one cop with the extra special cowboy hat loads his gun and pushes in the clip so loud that I jumped. It scared the bejesus out of me. I have never seen that before on a dateline. And he's I, in like a back room of the police station. I'm like, what do you do? You have to do that right now. It's it's Texas, y'all. That yeah. is I think that is what we're looking at. And I bet that was his idea. If they're like, 
Can we're going to show you walking down the hall? He's like, I've got a great idea. Why don't I take out my pistol and would you watch me lock and load? He he slams that clip in and it's like, boom. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like slamming a metal file cabinet shut. It's like so loud. That is serious business. And I and he I was ready for him to just take a look at the camera. He didn't, but he could have next yeah. time. Oh, like a wink. To the camera? Just like, a, just like a look like, don't mess with Texas. Because uh-huh. that's literally what the gesture is that he did. It's that. Uh-huh. Period. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So much footage of Harvey. Also, I wrote... Oh, and then I kept thinking... It, it led me to a discovery. I kept thinking... Would, did I have this dream that really affected me when I was a kid where I was in a flood? Or was it a book? I did a little Googling. There was a child's children's book called The Terrible Wave that I think I have thought was a dream that I had my entire life. Turns out, I think it was a book. Look at you making discoveries. Still unsure, but again, Dennis caused me to learn something. There you go. He taught me something, basically. (laughs) Um, I also wrote some of the cowboys smiling. Don't know what that means. Were they all sitting around smiling at each other? They were all sitting around a table, but I don't remember seeing them all in one shot. I don't either. I don't know. It was very strange. I couldn't, I, I was... Having a hard time with that not one-on-one interview for the first part of it. I was like, well, who's who? And I'm, who? Yeah, I don't know. But then the rest of the interviews seemed individual. Correct. Unless the other people were just being really quiet and out of shot. And that would be difficult. I don't know. Hmm. But I wanted to know. What else you got? I have a fashion police. Um, I have one quote, which was, she was looking for love. Hours before the winds began howling and the waters rose. Dennis. Dennis. Um, Fashion Police, I really liked the DA. I liked her tweed suit Mm -hmm. that she was wearing. I liked her little flippy haircut and her little hoop earrings. I liked that her hair grew through the episode. That's that. I always like that. Do you know how many people on Twitter were confused by that? It grew like two inches, y'all. Figure it out. It's not that confusing, people. What did they think? That she'd gotten like... An inch extension? I'm going to get one inch put on the bottom. Clip it in. <laughs> what? Get real. That's funny. Um, did you see... Oh, man. You're going to laugh at this. I just realized something. What? I wrote, who is Jack on Jade's necklace? It said Jade. Yeah, I didn't realize that until I just re- saw Jack and Jade next to each other. Is it written in cursive? Yeah. Like one of those Carrie necklaces from Sex and the City. Maybe one of her twins' name is Jack, and she likes that twin more than the other twin, Jill. And so she she got a Jack necklace just to piss off Jill, the other twin. I was thinking that Jack might be her husband. I wasn't considering that it was one of the twins. Yeah, that could be too. Jade, I'm sorry. I'm real <laughs> dumb. And that's why you don't watch on your phone. Because that's what happens. That is exactly what happens. 100%. Why we all need to petition Katie to watch on a larger screen. Because these shows are not made to be watched on your phone. Do you know how mad my old boss got about what people watching on their phones? Like, he'd film these movies that people are supposed to watch on a big screen. It's like, now everyone's watching on, like, a five-inch screen. It's, like, so frustrating for the people who make the episodes. I know. I'm sorry. Actually, no, I watched this on an iPad. I don't really have an excuse. I did watch this one on an iPad. That's bigger, I guess. But it's not great that I... 
It's fine. Was it flipped to the side so it's horizontal yes. long ways? Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, ma'am. that's okay. That's better. But I still should have. Yeah, I could have figured. I could have just detected did that out. <laughs> it's a, such a small amount of detection worth. Oh, that's just what I said. Step you have to the, make. It's literally just like your brain clicking to the next step, and my brain didn't click that way. It just said until I just looked down and saw Jack and Jade next to each other. It's fine. <laughs> Move along. What else uh, do we have? That's hilarious. I don't know. Brands unhappy being murdered. Uh, Bring on Dateline. Coke. But yeah, Coke. Maybe any sort of brown beverage. But I really like Coke. Um, jewelers. But he was innocent. He just had a creepy vibe and weird cameras in his house. Why did he? Pa- why did he fail the polygraph? Can we go back to? Because I liked the point when she said when Cheryl says that. I'm sorry. We're on a first name basis now. She thought maybe they were in it together. Yeah. And I was like, are they? Are I'm they? I'm still not over that. I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not still sorry. not sure the polygraph examiner wasn't in on it. Yeah, did we ever get he or she's name? All three of them were in on it together and then the polygraph person tried to flip on the two of them like cuz there's no honor amongst thieves. Yeah, mid lie detecting. Oh boy. Yeah. Changed their results cuz it was actually him/her. slash her. Um, Motel 6, maybe. Oh, definitely Motel 6. Um, you know who got a great name? Airboats. Yeah. Stetsons. Mm -hmm. Cowboy hats. Um, a Texas, like, law department did great in this episode. Yeah. So did Texas Ranger. The Ranger. Thanks, Ranger. Oh, man, I wish you got to find that part when he calls him Ranger, because I had to go back because I was like, what he call him? And I was like, oh, we just called it Ranger. Ranger. <gasps> but I can't see any other host than Dennis doing that. No other host is going to do that. Just Dennis. Love oh, it. Love it. Walmart always is on our list. So. Oh, yeah. This was a um, this was a bingo Walmart bonanza. Walmart heavy episode, too. I feel like there was a lot of bingo card hits in this episode, to be mm-hmm, honest. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I we our, our alternative thi- t- theories where I did alternative titles I did not have many great ones except I was playing around with the um like diamonds and pearls be like crystals and shades oh yeah that's good something I like, like that. that but I couldn't really get the family jewels the family jewels is good jade, um j- Chris jade and jewels something I wrote down the family jewels I liked that oh okay because I couldn't, I was trying to get somewhere with Crystal. I wrote a Crystal Clear alibi, but that doesn't work. So I was trying to think of something else with Crystal in it. I mean, Crystal, she seemed like great. She just, she slipped around a bit, but no shame. She went through a, her traumatic life. Do you do you, girl? For some reason, I more felt like it was just, she was just living life to the fullest because she knew how bad yeah. it could be. Just unfortunately that she was married to a guy who was not okay with her doing that. But did he know about all that while they were married? It seemed like yes, he, he said did. he did and had yeah. questioned it uh, several times. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm sure we would be saying something different if it was a guy who was sleeping around a lot. I think the minute you hear that she is named after crystal meth and that she got abducted and had to live for a while in a chicken coop while being abused by her abductor, she gets a big pass on a lot of things mm-hmm. because she could be... Yeah. And she was still a good mom to her kids? Okay. Correct. Yeah. And had a good job and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, She's we just... don't know what Stephen was really like at home. 
We just don't. to give her an extra pass. We don't know what he was really, even though everyone said he was a great husband, a great father, we don't really know what was going on in real life. But it goes back to your thing of you don't, you don't ever know someone where their limit is and what they'll do when they've reached it. Yep, that's true. So, mm-hmm. um, what about- You can't push people that far and not sometimes and not expect certain results. Not that it's her fault at all. No, but and that's she should not have expected passion- those results. No, never expecting murder. Right. But- but maybe, I think maybe I just don't. Und- there's a, see, I know it gets there's you. There's lots doesn't of it? level. There's lots of lines here that I do kind of. They're blurred, and I. This is why I don't like that sudden passion thing. I think it's too blurry. I think yeah. it's a really difficult thing, and I think it could be used for a lot of things. Even though in some cases it is probably correct, but I can see why she hates it. The D- the sorry, is she the DA or the prosecutor? We've kind of flipped back and forth. I thought she was the prosecutor. Is she an actual DA? Well, the DA is a prosecutor. But there's more than one prosecutor, but there's only one DA. She is the DA and the head prosecutor. Oh, okay. Aren't there, uh, I'm sorry, there are multiple prosecutors, though. Yeah. In the Justice Department. Yes. Yes. So she was the DA and the prosecutor on this. Correct. Okay, that's where I'm getting confused. She's both things. Okay. Um, Like on Law & Order, the DA on Law & Order is the one who always tries the case. He like never, they never make like another prosecutor do it. It's like they always do the, that I'm, on, I'm the only one. Right. But maybe that's why when it's the state versus, but there, ha, there are other, there's assistant district attorneys who could try cases. Anyways, um, I don't really have any other titles. What about uh, the rising tide? Yeah, that's good. And we what could have done. passion something? Passion. Oh, yeah. Pa- crimes of passion. Crimes of Passion. Passionate jewels. No, I stop it. Crimes of Passion is really good because it goes for both. It goes, she was passionate, had a lot of passion, and he was trying to use Crime of Passion to get a, to get a lighter sentence. It's great. All right, we did it together. That's always the best one. Teamwork, dream work. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care of yourself and take care of other people. Follow us online, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Is there anything else? We need a Tumblr, maybe. Um, Tumblr. A Pinterest. Should we have a Pinterest page? We had our Etsy shop. Stitches <laughs> be crazy, crazy with a K. <laughs> but really, should we have a Pinterest page? Is that something we should be doing? Or a tum? What is Tumblr? No. Stop, Reddit. Stop asking should we be on Reddit? We're not going on any of these things you don't need one more thing and i will be like i'll do it and then i never will so we're not doing that okay we're just not uh, we are on patreon though you can check out our patreon you can check out our patreon if we you cover like. 90 day fiance mm-hmm. and we cover um bonus episodes every month and this month we cut well this past month we covered ryan ferguson my boyfriend kimberly's boyfriend if you didn't know you will when you hear that episode yeah. And thank you for everyone for supporting us, Patreon and non-Patreon. Yep. We appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, keep washing your hands and please stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Try to love one another a little bit this week. Yep. Be kind. It goes a long way. Thanks, everybody. Do watch alone still for a little bit. For the indefinite time. Yeah. Give do it for a couple more weeks at least. Um, but you can also uh, you can watch on Zoom with someone else or find out. There's other ways. That's a to great do it. idea. Zoom Dateline parties. 
Yeah. Yeah, why isn't that happening? Also, I don't know. Discuss the moan. Like, is it getting worse? If someone wants to remix the moan into like a slow R&B jam from the 80s, see how it feels in that. Is that the genre? It's like a jazz. Oh, like a Jodeci? Kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, Jodeci. All right. Yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's our anniversary. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, first of all, can I just say, I know we've, this is the longest intro ever. I feel like the moan at the beginning is getting more intense. Ever since we've called, and I know someone else on Twitter said that, they, oh, that kind of moan that happens at the beginning, mm-hmm. the sensual moan, mm-hmm. you you hear it, right? Yeah, but I think it's because you're aware of it. It didn't seem, I didn't notice it this time. I heard it like the time after we talked about it, but. I think it's even getting longer. I feel like it's even in the second part before it goes to the episode. Maybe we can insert it. They won't sue us, right? Mm, don't know. I want Probably not. People to know that the moan of which I speak. No, they know what you're talking about, but it's not a moan. Don't be alarmed when you hear it and it's not a moan. It's ooh. It's a ooh. But do that sensually. No, I will not. I won't do it sensually. It's more just like ooh. Yeah, it might be a mm. So it's just like, ooh. but it's not a oh. Uh, it's not a moan. It's just a still a moan. It's just a lady moaning. Are you, Do you think it's more it? sensual in Dennis episodes? No, I'm not going to agree with you. I don't think you. I don't. I don't think it's more intense. I've never really paid attention to it. I don't know what other sound they would use. Like a they. The only other sound I think they would use would be like a dong dong, like a Law and Order. But they can't. Yeah. It's done. They can't do it. But, but yes, slamming the the jail cell. Like that? Yeah, okay. Which Mank had us add to the bingo cards mm. for B-roll, because they do that a lot. Something like that might work. I wonder if they're going to change get the them music. Get them on the sound. horn. Yeah, let's... let's find out. Yeah, let's get let's get these questions answered. But let's yeah. get to this episode, too. Okay. <laughs>